Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. This is episode 106 of this program. We got a lot of ground to cover here in this segment. We're going to be speaking in just a moment to Jeff Merchant, the Utah Democratic Party chair. But I want to set the stage here for a moment. Uh, the conversation we are about to have uh, surrounds the surrounds the conventions to be hosted this summer by the two major political parties in our country, the Democrats and the Republicans. In fact, some of my own travel plans are a little bit up in the air right now because it was uh, my intention to attend both of these conventions, the Democrat convention in Milwaukee and the Republican convention in Charlotte. I've got some family out in Charlotte, and if I get to go there for work, I'll be able to also visit my family. So my fingers are crossed for a number of reasons uh, that we can still hit the road and cover these conventions there uh, in the respective cities. But it's looking less likely that that's going to happen. There have been some meetings on the Democrat side, in particular the, the a meeting of the Rules and Bylaws Committee just yesterday, they adopted a resolution which would allow that committee, the, the committee and the team overseeing the convention, it would give them the authority to change the format of the convention, the size of the convention, and even the dates of the convention. There was a, a telephone conference call just yesterday hosted by DNC Chair Tom Perez where he talked about uh, what this resolution means and what it doesn't mean. Uh, instead of summarizing, I'll let you hear it uh, right from his own mouth. I got my hands on a recording of this conference call. Here's a, a quick snip of what DNC Chair Tom Perez had to say about the resolution adopted by the Rules and Bylaws Committee of the Democratic National Committee. Here it is. Does this mean that a precise format has been decided? No. This resolution will be the tools necessary to adapt and plan in order to ensure that every delegate is able to accomplish their official business without putting their own health at risk. Now, another person important to this conversation is the mayor of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, mayor named Tom Barrett. He is right in the thick of this. He is uh, being briefed, and he is up to date and up to speed uh, on the goings-on of the DNC as they put together their plans. He had these comments to share just yesterday. In every conversation I've had with the Democratic Party and the Democratic National Convention staff, They've made it clear to me that public safety is paramount. All right. So that's that. Uh, the guiding principle. Joining me on the line now is Jeff Merchant, uh, the Utah Democratic Party chair, also a, a delegate himself. Uh, and should this 
uh, should this convention take place in Milwaukee, he will be there. And uh, let me just say, first and foremost, sir, thanks for joining me. Uh, grateful to talk to you. And I have to tell you a little personal note. You and I crossed paths in a gas station just a few Saturdays ago. It was the day after we had moved from red to orange in terms of risk level. And so it was the first time I had really ventured out uh, into <laughs> into the streets. And you were, sir, uh, interestingly enough, the, the first person with whom I had communicated face-to-face outside of my household after the transition from uh, from red to orange risk level here in, in Utah. So so thanks for that. Well, There's a little bit of history we'll yeah, share. I am, I am absolutely honored to be <laughs> honest with you, Lee. You were the first person I talked to as well. So it was, it was a little bit awkward, right? A little bit weird. Yeah, it was, it was really strange. Um, you know, it was good to see uh, your family, and I can't remember where you – I think you were taking a little bit of a road trip, right? Or trying to get somewhere. We, not, not too After far. We, we were to driving to, to Mapleton to see some family. Oh, well, okay. Not too yeah. long of a road trip then. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you – thank you for that. Thanks, thanks for being a little part of that Lee Lonsberry history. Let me ask you, <laughs> you uh, should this convention take place as it's planned now? You will be there in Milwaukee. What are your thoughts as you hear some of these conversations about changing how things may come, come, to, be, come to pass? Well, I mean, I think that at the end of the day, this is something that uh, most people are happy with. I think that, you know, both the Democratic Party and the Republican Party are in a really tough spot here. These are big events. They're events not just to announce kind of formally who the nominee is going to be, but it also gives lots of people an opportunity to network, to raise money, to uh, get to meet and be with people of a like mind in a single space. And so there are a lot of people that were concerned about things not being in person. At the same time, there were a lot of people that were very concerned about doing something in person. And we just don't know what the coming you know weeks and months are going to bring in terms of this pandemic. So in my opinion, the way that I read this is that we're really looking at kind of a hybrid situation where Uh, People may be able to attend in person if they would like. People can stay home if they don't want to. But it gives the DNC the necessary flexibility to make changes as as is necessary. Let's play that hypothetical out. Let's say that that is what comes to pass. The DNC decides that if folks want to show up, uh, that's their right. We will make accommodations to maintain the social distancing. But if folks are uncomfortable, we will set up a system where they can vote remotely and we'll get this whole process taken care of. We'll nominate uh, the folks we need to nominate. You, sir, are a delegate yourself. If you were given those two options, which would you choose? Um, you know, I think that at this point, um, with the uh, with restrictions being lightened up, I think that uh, probably wearing a mask, uh, I would attend the convention. To be honest, we don't know. You know, I mean, that's in August. By August, we could end up in a situation where we're not at uh, orange anymore. We could be at yellow. Um, it also depends on where Milwaukee is at, where Wisconsin is at, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, Wisconsin has the right to just say, yeah, we're not doing this thing because of the the public health implications. But uh, I, I, I think that I would, I'm the delegation chair. I'm the chair of the state party. I think that I probably have an obligation to go. And uh, I would I would love to be in Milwaukee so long as it's safe. If it's not safe, if public health directives uh, indicate that we should not be going, uh, I would participate uh, electronically or, or through whatever means the DNC creates. 
All right. Lead from the front. Jeff Merchant, uh, thanks for your time. Thanks for chatting with me about uh, this upcoming convention and uh, the moving parts right now, which are uh, slowly but surely falling into place to make sure that it comes off in a safe manner. Uh, Jeff Merchant, Utah Democratic Party chair, my guest here on Live Mike. Before we go to break, I want to talk to you folks uh, quickly about uh, the other side of the aisle, the RNC. They are taking some steps to make decisions on how best to handle their own convention. In fact, uh, according to the Charlotte Observer, the local paper there in Charlotte, North Carolina, where this convention is scheduled to take place, the party has hired a doctor. In fact, the former medical director for the Department of Homeland Security, also a one-time clinical researcher at uh, Carolina's Medical Center, has been named the convention's senior advisor for health and safety planning. Uh, I'm trying to get the good doctor on the line here to talk to us about some of the things that he is advising uh, the the party, some of the safeguards that he may recommend be put in place to ensure that the convention comes off without a hitch. Right now, it's scheduled to begin August 24th. And as it stands right now, it's expected to bring 50,000 people to Charlotte. I'm one of those folks. My, My plans right now are to travel to Charlotte and broadcast this radio program from North Carolina, right in the thick of it. If my bosses here decide that that is still a worthwhile and safe venture, that's where I'll be. I'll be there in Charlotte, along with the other 50,000 people who may show up, as well as uh, in Milwaukee. And right now, both of these parties are trying to figure out how best to pull this off. Now, one thing we didn't get to talk to with uh, Mr. Merchant, and I'm looking forward to having conversations with folks on the Republican side, is about the fundamental nature of what takes place at these conventions. It is the nominating uh, of a candidate. That is a very important and crucial part of the democratic process, and it uh, must be ensured by both of these parties that that process will remain unadulterated, that it will remain a true and reliable process. So safety measures will have to be balanced with integrity, and safety measures will have to be balanced with an effective execution of the democratic process. I look forward to seeing how it turns out, uh, both because I'm curious and also because it has an impact on me and my summer travels. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we will be speaking with Congressman Ben McAdams. Big announcement in Congress just yesterday by Speaker Pelosi. She's got about $3 trillion she'd like to spend. She's asking Congress to support her. We'll see if Ben McAdams supports her next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is KSL News Radio.